would would people have the same reaction if it was a guy banging a girl in this room? I think they would. It's like, that's not what that room is for. That's for screwing the American taxpayer, not your lover. There's a difference there. There's a mass difference. Welcome to the All-American Savage Show podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. <laughs> Monday to you. Welcome back to the All American Savage Show podcast. I am your host, John. <laughs> I I apologize. Um, <laughs> look, I I I was subjected to this. I woke up this morning in a great mood, just uh, amazing mood. I'm still in a good mood today, but um, I opened up Twitter. I I have been kind of absent on Twitter like the last three or four days. It's been nice. I've just been checking in randomly or sporadically throughout the day, but. Not investing a lot of time on it because I just had so much stuff going on on the weekend and we got to get ready for our upcoming trip and stuff. And I opened up my Twitter this morning and the first thing that I have just blown right in my face is this Latinos for Trump song. Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. Oh, of course you did. Of course you thought that. I mean, you got excited there for a second though, didn't you? Don't lie. Don't lie. But um, oh my gosh, dude. I, I, I listened to this and the level of auto-tune, the level, it's just... 
I think Laura Trump with her never back down gave us eye cancer, and this is just giving us ear cancer. What is this? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I yes, you do. Was, you're I the one that even fantastic. said, like, look, that, uh, freaking, uh, what's your face? Uh, Laura Trump is like making me like not wanting to vote Trump for this. <laughs> you're the one that said that. Somebody even tweeted that out and they tagged That was you. her. <laughs> this is a group of fine patriots it is, getting it together, is. having it, a little bit of fun. <laughs> it's the most cringe stuff. I mean, like, all you needed was a Marjorie Taylor Greene throne and some fat dude with a beard and a MAGA hat, like, doing his yeah. best to rap. It's like, dude, you yeah. are so white. Just stop. Stop. Like, even if I was on Team Trump, Team Trump needs to come out and rip. This is MAGA cringe. It's horrible. What are you doing? This is not good. You know, at least you have got endorsed by the likes of Waka Flocka. Use him. Like, he's better. Like, what are you doing with this? But, yeah, it, you know, it's just, it's always one of those things of, like, you got to love the identity politics. Latinos for Trump. It's like, so you're talking about your race is your identity, and your identity is why you're voting. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Oh, my God. What a day. What a day. It is. I wish Texas would make up its mind weather-wise. It, like, yesterday it was in, like, the 50s and 60s. Oh, it and felt so nice. It did feel nice. But it's like, we're in December. What, what's going on with this? But I like it. Of course you do. Everybody does. ready for spring. I'm ready for, like, winter. It's not been winter here yet. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Hopefully it's going to change. What'd you do this weekend? We uh, finally went out for my birthday dinner. Oh, what'd you do? So, uh, we went to uh, Nobu. Downtown Dallas. Nope, I've never heard of that. It's like an Asian restaurant. They have okay. sushi and okay. It's not. Oh, you big sushi goes, fan? Yeah, my brother goes there a lot, so he hooked us up with his buddy that works there. Oh, okay, and so we sat at the sushi bar and mm-hmm. they did like an eight course serving. Is it like fresh? Like they do it live? Yeah, in front of you, right in front. Of you. It was mm. really good. I didn't really know you were a sushi fan. Yeah, really. Like like you is a certain kind. Of you like all sushi. I like it all. I just can't get past the texture. Really? Yeah, couldn't do it. And the taste is, I don't know, like it tastes fishy. No, no, you're no? not going to the right place. Oh, really? Yeah, this was, it was phenomenal. It was really I feel good. like I need, I need to try some, oh God, if Sheila hears this. I feel like if I need, I need to try some good sushi then, if it's not, as you describe, fishy tasting. Yeah, it wasn't. I'd be willing, well, I'm open-minded enough to try it again. I mean, I can't believe what I'm saying this, because women just have this. It like, was expensive. But oh, yeah. it, it well, was, I imagine it was you, you, you pay for what you get, what you pay for. But I mean, we I don't, don't go out that often, so yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I just had a feeling that you know, if I said something like that, Sheila's probably in the office right now, her ears perked up, kind of like, Ooh, like, guess where we're going? It's like, yeah, crap. So, but no, I will, I will be open minded enough to at least try sushi. So, what's going on, Rumble? What's going on, Kick? YouTube, Facebook, I appreciate you guys and gals tuning in today. Welcome to the show. Hey, on Rumble now on the app. They actually have the subscriber button if you want to support the show financially. I think Rumble said for the remainder of the year, they're not taking a cut of subscriber revenue. So if you donate or if you subscribe to the show, um, you're automatically, uh, that money goes straight to us. It doesn't go to anybody else. We greatly appreciate that. Hit that subscription button. It goes a long way. We, uh, again, thankful if I miss your subscription and I don't say thank you. I apologize for that. We have a show to do. Unfortunately, I can't take time to pause and, and do that for everybody, but I will do my best as much as I can. So thank you. I think we've already gotten like two subs when they launched this thing. And I was like, oh, cool. So... Yeah, if you like the show and you want to show support, you can subscribe over on Rumble. We greatly appreciate that. Again, all this content is free. You don't pay for anything. We do it because we believe in our mission. We believe in the idea of freedom and liberty. And, um, you know, if you want to keep the doors open, you want to keep the lights on, you know, help subscribe, donate to the cause. We appreciate that. And, uh, and I've got COVID. So. <laughs> oh, man. Of all days to be to be um, off of Twitter, I guess you could say to take a little break, 
to see what happened with the uh, build back butt stuff. You know, all, all I can think about, and for those that don't know, we're going to read the article a little bit later in the show about the gay sex in Congress. It's like, you know, George Santos is like, yeah, this is nothing new. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, Told you. Madison Cawthorn had talked about this repeatedly, talking about all the stuff. And it's just like, well, then why don't you put names to these? Why don't you call these people out? Um, unfortunately, I think a lot of lawsuits would follow after that for like libel, supposedly, if you can't prove this stuff. But um, clearly, these staffers are having butt sex in the uh, in the congressional buildings. Mm. Good stuff. And we've got an article on this guy. And this, uh, yeah, it's it's hilarious to me. And then I spent a good part of, uh, I want to say, Friday and a little bit of Saturday arguing people on Twitter, because that's just what I do now, apparently, is um, arguing about what the First Amendment entails and how the government shouldn't favor any kind of religion. And to those that disagree with me on Twitter in regards to the... Um, the Satan Shrine that was torn down. Austin Peterson's coming on the show tomorrow, and we're actually in alignment on this issue in regards to what the First Amendment is about, freedom of religion, freedom from religion. And we're going to have a very interesting deep dive conversation on the, everything that is involved in the First Amendment and explaining it, because I feel like a lot of people still just don't get it. They hear me say something like, look, I agree with tearing the shrine down, but that's the 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 reasoning for it is much different than everybody else's. Mine is... Um, and I'll just go ahead and put my position out there right now for everybody to hear. <clears throat> when people, and I, I, I'm going to talk about this on tomorrow's show as well, but I know we have a lot of listeners over on Twitter, and I want them to be very clear on where my positioning is. I've been accused of defending Satan. Um, and I do, I, do, I do take that personally. It's like, I'm not defending Satan. I, why would I defend Satan? But in regards to the tearing down of the shrine, the government, in my opinion, should have no right to say what any free citizen can and cannot worship. The government has no right to dictate to the people, a free people, what their religion is or isn't, or the validity of said belief. That is not the government's role. That includes Christianity, Judaism, Catholicism, Satan worshiping. It doesn't matter. Now, do I admit or do I believe that Satanism is wrong? Of course I do. I think it's you're worshiping the devil. I, I think that's inherently wrong. It's morally wrong. I don't even think I need to say that, but unfortunately with some people, you have to make that case. Um, but now here's the deal. The reason I agree with tearing down the shrine is the government should be maintaining a neutrality positioning on this. It's not the government's role. So if the government will not respect the, the nuance of that positioning and you're going to allow shrines to various different religions, I think they should be removed. I don't, I don't agree with it at all. But when people talk about like, even if the government was neutral, and that shrine was still there. <clears throat> it's it's just, it's you try and explain it to people, but they just don't get it. It'd be no different than somebody tearing down a nativity scene. Nativity scene, excuse me. Now, you agree with that religion. I agree with that religion. Nativity scenes don't bother me. Uh, a Satan, a Satan uh, worshiping um, shrine, would that bother me? Yeah, of course it would. I wouldn't want to see that. But... You can understand where I'm coming from on this, or at least I hope you can, as far as saying, I don't want to see any religion when it comes to government. It's not the government's role. That's not their job to interject itself into the day-to-day -day lives of free citizens that want to believe as they, say, as they see fit. Thomas Jefferson talked about this in depth. The Virginia House or Virginia law was passed, religious freedom law. Jefferson supported it. There are many different things out there that talked about how the government should show no favoritism. And I have argued this position many different times, and people just fail to understand the longevity of what I'm what I'm striving to showcase to people here is that when you allow the government to come in and say, and the biggest thing people are saying is, I like big government 
as long as they agree with my religious beliefs. Well, then, again, let's talk about universal rights. Most people will talk about, um, or they agree, rights, number one, are God-given. <laughs> when you argue with Christians on this one, and you say, do you believe in free speech? And they're like, yes. It's like, but in the Ten Commandments, it says you shall not use the Lord's name in vain. Is that free speech? It's like, yes, it is. It, it technically is, because God gives you free will. God gives you the ability to disagree. And in fact, the ability to not believe, which I think is the greatest sin there is, it's disbelief, which is also indicative of blasphemy. It's a, it's a showcasing of a, a non-belief. So if rights are universal and they're God-given, they're also protected by man. Now, why is that? Because other man, men, whatever you want to say, will try and infringe and take those rights. So man has to defend said rights. Now, let's take the right of worshiping. The reasoning why America was founded was from religious persecution. The very idea that we would have the Puritans and the rest of them say, you know, we're being prosecuted. Henry's off his rocker. You know, the, the Catholicism was prominent and then there was Lutheranism. Then they were burning each other. You got Bloody Mary Tudor. You got all the stuff that is indicative of religious oppression throughout the ages. And then our forefathers come along and say, we are leaving this area because we don't like this. The Americas have discovered, yada, 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 whole thing goes into it. You know the whole, the whole story behind it. But explain to me then how the founding fathers that wanted true liberty for everybody would turn around and support a government saying that now we are going to favor a single religion, which is literally the thing that just happened not that long ago over in England. It makes literally no sense. The very premise of religious freedom and liberty was the, one of the biggest driving forces behind the foundation of America. Now, to sit there and say that I am in support of the government restricting rights of people that I don't religiously agree with, well, then you're not for universal rights. You are cherry-picking and you're being selective with your rights. Now, people will be very short-sighted and say, well, that's because it's Satanism and it should be, it should be condemned. I agree with you. It should be condemned but not by the government yeah. because the government's job is not to do that. Like I, I, I'm sorry. I cannot agree with a governing entity, a governing body comprised of the people taking a position to support or condemn any religion. That's not the government's role. I don't think people understand this positioning, but if you want to get into the weeds on the temple and the rest of this, my position is I don't agree with it being there. I think they should be taken down. But then are you going to have that same type of uh, motivation when people are tearing down other stuff? Because they already are. Let's not even lie about that. You see, you see Muslims doing that. You see a lot of people going after Christian, Christian um, identities. Well, this is nothing down, new. Like, monuments. Yeah. Monument. Well, that's more in regards to like the, the South. And, and I don't agree with that either. Yeah. I, I think it's like, that's history. Yeah. But I also can understand why it would be a little controversial to have somebody like um, Robert E. Lee, especially in Dallas, like I get the premise behind that. Like you fought for the South, but their view of the civil war was solely on slavery. They didn't see, or they, a lot of them don't understand states rights and slavery was definitely a part of that. Uh, and it's hard to differentiate the two when you actually have discussions on the civil war, but I, I can understand. It's like, imagine coming to a country that enslaved your ancestors and the people that fought in support of that, they have statues built to them. It's all about perception. So my thing is put them in a museum. I, I put it in a museum. I think that's yeah. fine because there's nothing. A museum is neutral. It's just saying like, look, I've went at 101st Airborne. They have a big museum there with Hitler stuff. They actually have stuff from the Eagle's Nest. Do they now support Nazi? No, this is history. Yeah. 
you know, we, we have to learn this stuff, whether we like it or not. Um, but to going back to the, the tearing down of the statues and the shrine, it's like, I, you know, I, the guy that did it, all respect to him. I'm not, I'm not criticized. They, they are going to get him for vandalism. It's, that's the law. I hope that law is equally applied to other people that do it to other religious things. But I, I find that nobody's condemning the government in and of itself for even putting us in this position. If the government just stayed neutral and said, nobody puts up any religious statues, then everybody's good. We don't have an issue. What about Christmas decorations? No. Absolutely not. It's just, you know, here's the, I mean, honestly, uh, I mean, <laughs> I don't even believe Christmas has anything to do with Christ. I just celebrate it because it's fun. Yeah. Christ was born in the spring with the lambs. It wasn't born in the winter. Probably. But a lot of the people disbelieve that. And isn't, isn't, doesn't Christian or Christmas uh, have roots in like paganism? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, and even Halloween and stuff, I think a lot of it is celebrated because it was kind of like wholesome and it's still, it's still wholesome. It's, it's a season of giving a season of love. I like that. Do I separate, do I, um, you know, celebrate the religious aspect of it? No more different than I do any other day. Uh, you know, I think Easter is probably more important than Christmas, but you know, that's the resurrection of God, the resurrection of Christ. But yeah, They're both pretty important. I think a well, Christmas. Yeah. How so? The birth of Christ and the resurrection. I don't believe he was born in Christmas now. I don't, I don't care when he was born. Yeah. Does anybody uh, really know? Well, yeah, it says in the Bible, he came Same forth spring. with the lambs. Yeah. It said he came forth with the lambs because that was, you know, he was the sacrificial lamb and you're born in the spring, stuff like that. I mean, I guess you could put, you could tie two and two together on that one. But ultimately the thing is though, like to your question, the Christmas decorations. Or should it just come down to the person who's holding office to their traditions? Or should it just be? Yeah, that's actually, I mean, but then again, if it's their traditions, then what about somebody that's like of Islam and they want to decorate with Muslim decorations or Islamic decorate? Would that sit well with the people? That's what I'm saying. It's like, I think it favors everybody that you favor none and it protects all religions. But people don't like hearing that on Twitter because it's, they look at, or when they hear that, they instantly think that you are now supporting Satan. And I had this one guy that was on there. I said, um, you know, this, you know, people that worship Satan, I don't agree with them but they have every right to worship Satan. And the guy said, so you're supporting Satan. I was like, where did I say I support Satan? He's like, you don't, but you support their right to worship him. He's like, you just said it. You literally just said it. Their right to worship. Forget it. Forget the ending of the sentence. Forget the right to worship Allah uh, in Judaism, their belief of Elohim, whoever the, whoever the case may be. Pentecost, it doesn't matter. The end state of that sentence does not matter. Because if it does, then you are clearly showcasing a bias towards a religion you don't agree with. And if that's the weeds, you, if you want to get into the weeds on that one, let's do a side-by-side -side then. Because if you believe that your religion is correct, as we all should, we all believe our own religion is correct. Which it is. It is, yeah, of course. Therefore, if I'm a Christian and I believe that Christ was the Messiah, he was the Son of God, and Jews do not, in the end, there is only right and wrong. There is one religion that is right and there's one religion that is wrong. Or it could just be more of a matter of, you know, all religions do share similarities in certain circles of their religions. But ultimately, only one religion is probably going to get it right. Therefore, if you're a Christian, you automatically would think, and this is just me speaking on my own, that Judaism is wrong. It's like, you got it wrong. Do I think you're bad people? No. I mean, you did kill Christ. There is that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just kind of like, it, it perplexes me that people will be so adamantly against Satanism, which I get that, but then if it's the idea of being wrong in and of itself, well, then any other religion that goes runs contrary to your own is technically wrong. But you support their right to worship, even though it's wrong, and who they're worshiping, how they're worshiping. I don't agree with Catholicism at all. I don't agree with the Pope. But do I sit there and say that these are horrible people, like they shouldn't be allowed to worship? No. 
I don't. Do I think that people that worship Satan could probably be horrible people? Uh, probably. I, I would think. You know, I don't know any, so I, don't, I couldn't really speak to that. But the very idea and act of worshiping, that's constitutionally protected. And I'm sorry, but I cannot agree to sit there, and regardless if it's Satanism, Judea, it doesn't matter, to sit there and position the government to say they're the ones that get to dictate what's an actual religion and what is not. That is not their role. I did not vote for that. I do not want that. And also, it's kind of in the First Amendment. There is that little aspect of it. Yeah. So that's where my positioning is. This should come as no surprise to anybody that's watched the show, that's listened to the podcast. I don't support Satan. I never would. I mean, if you listen to the show any period of time, you know that for a fact. But I will stand up for the rights of everybody, regardless if I agree with them or not. I cannot be so biased and hypocritical. That's what it is. Because, folks, I've made this position prominently clear repeatedly. If we have more Rashida Tlaibs, more Ilhan Omars, more Cory Bushes, more AOCs, and I don't think AOCs so much, but the rest of them do, that simp hardcore for Islam, and we believe that church and state should be the same, and we are a representative-based society, we vote for our representation in Congress, well then, by the Constitution, if we have more Muslim representatives who then, over time, take up the majority which you've seen in Europe. And then they start coming and say, well, now Muslims have the majority in Congress and church and state is the same. What's to stop them from pushing any type of Islamic-based legislation? If they've got the majority, but suddenly the Christians will say, no, we don't, we don't believe in this. You're forcing religion on us. Well, how is that any different than what you've been doing to them? It's not. So I think the fair positioning on this is to say the government should stay neutral. It is not the government's role. You are there to look out for the welfare of the country. You are not there to support any singular religion. Or, and I, it just it blows my mind because people were talking about how uh, the Church of Satan received its tax exemption status under the Trump administration in 2019. Um, <laughs> man, I'm, I'm, I'm pissing everybody off. It wasn't wrong. Trump wasn't wrong. People are going to hate me for that, but... You, you, and I don't even think that you should have to go to the government to get that type of thing. I, I think it's ridiculous, but I understand for tax purposes. Now, I, is it a religion I agree with? No, I do not. I would never set foot. Like there are stores that have stuff like Satan stuff in there. Like, I forget, well, it's not, maybe it's hot topic. I forget what it was, but I don't even go in there anymore because you, you can feel that kind of energy. You can yeah. feel that type of, either, there, was, there was a place in um, Scotland we went to. And it was a little fairy thing. I thought it was cute. Sheila liked it, so we went in there. And they had, like, Harry Potter stuff, Lord of the Rings. But towards the back, you had, like, some satanic stuff. And I looked at her, I was like, we need to get out of here. I was like, I, this is not something that I even want to be around. Because this, spirits cannot come in unless you allow them to come in. You cannot be controlled by a demon unless you allow that demon um, access to you. You give it permission. When you put yourself in that type of situation, there's no good that's going to come from that. That's just nothing but satanic worship. I want nothing to do with it. I don't even want to be around it. But it is that store owner's right to sell what he or she wants to sell. I just don't have to consume it, and I certainly don't have to go back. I think that's fair. I think that's very fair. Very. But, again, this positioning of saying that the government is in any way, shape, or form should have the right to tell you. Because what people don't get, it's the other, the other, the sword swinging the opposite way. What if there was a new version of Christianity that came out that people said, you know what? I don't believe it like the Lutherans. I don't believe it like the Catholics. I don't believe it like the Presbyterians or the Pentecostals. I see it. You know, the Calvinists got it completely wrong. Um, they're too guilt-tripped anyway. They're basically Catholic light. <laughs> but the point is, though, is something to say, hey, we're going we're gonna to break off and form our own kind of Christianity. Would you agree with that? 
Many of you would say yes, because it's still worshiping Christ, because you agree with it. But do you agree if the government comes along and says, no, we've already got too many different variations of Christianity. You're not an actual legitimate religion. What would you say? It's not the government's role. That's not the government's right. You cannot tell free people what they can and cannot worship, regardless of whatever the entity or lack of entity may be. But people don't get the long-term positioning of this. This protects all religions, to include Christianity. But they don't want to hear this because, again, instantly their minds shut off and say, you just must be supporting Satan. It's like, that's, that's not it. That is not it. Because once you've crossed that line, now you've given the government every ability to say, oh, by the way, you know, I love how conservatives talk about the, um, the World Economic Forum, WEF. They want to control the globe economically. Do you think that doesn't have religious ties? Do you think there's not a religious tie that goes to that? I think it'd probably be Catholicism, if anything, but we'll see. But would you be okay with the World Economic Forum coming in and saying, hey, we are the new, you know, lay of the land. And if you don't, can, you know, if you don't subject yourself to what we say is the governing religion, you're wrong. I think we'd all have a lot of issues with that. So, I don't know. Uh, Got a church up in here this morning. Yeah, Salty Peppa. Yeah, I love this. You can call in to disagree with me. The number is 214-817-1689. Anyone who wants to debate, you are more than welcome to call in. Tie myself in pretzels. Thomas Jefferson talked about this. There's no pretzels behind this. This is an easily laid out platform. It's just some of us believe in the Constitution, and you clearly don't. That's, just, that's the difference there. How does it make sense for the forefathers to say, we believe in universal rights except those we don't agree with? That in and of itself makes literally no sense. None. Sure, we'll take some calls. I'm more than willing to come in there and debate this point, 100%. I love this. The call will start at the beat. Yellow. Hey, John, this is Raging DM. I'm fairly sure it blew up your Twitter notifications over the weekend. Oh, you're good, man. What's up? So I want to do some corrections because I got in on that whole satanic deal mess. Yeah. Took most of your side. Mm-hmm. So there's two different, the satanic temples, the one that did that statue. Yeah. They were founded in 2012. Yeah. <clears throat> Satanism, the church of, of Satan, mm-hmm. came from the 60s from uh, oh, Anton, I can't remember his last name. Mm-hmm. And then like all religions that branched off, like when he died, his wife took the church and then his daughter did his own deal. Yeah. The satanic temple has come out and specifically said they're just there to agitate Christians. Mm-hmm. That is their whole goal. Right. Which is why it took them till 2019 to get that tax exemption status. Yeah. Tax exempt. Cause, because mm-hmm. uh, the church of Satan had it like they were counted 66 and they had the status within like two years. Yeah. <clears throat> and so the issue I have is the fact that he was a candidate for public office. At oh. that point he's violate. He's running for public office when he decapitated it. Or he was a candidate. Are you talking about the gentleman that decapitated the altar? Which, yeah, that's okay. where I said, like, do I think it deserved to be torn down? Absolutely, because their whole goal was, we're not here to promote a religion. We're here to agitate. But the guy who did it, I believe he's running for in the primary next year, which mm. means he was doing it to boost, which is where I'm, I don't know if you would agree with me, but I think that it's starting to infringe the First Amendment. You are a candidate for office doing an action such as that. 
It'll resonate you know, with the conservative base. It, 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 will, it will definitely resonate with Christians. And the, and the problem is, though, this is going to be the response of a lot of Christians because they've been being persecuted for I don't know how many years now where you have Islam taking such a strongly rooted hold in America. And you see people desecrating. We see it with veterans. We see it with holy sites and stuff like that. And it's only going to get worse. So do I think it'll actually cost him votes? Mm, I don't think so. I, I think Christians are going to want to see more of this. And until the government takes that neutrality position... I mean, I kind of I kind of support it. It's just like that's why I think I agree with a lot of what people are saying on Twitter as far as like this was, you know, good for him. But my reasoning for it, as far as supporting it being torn down is I want the government to, again, reassume the position of neutrality. I don't want the government involved in, it in any way, shape or form. So when people say then you support the temple being there. It's like, no, actually, I don't. But I also don't support any other examples being shown there because I feel like that's not a religious ground. That's a governing body. That's that's not their role to get and in, uh, interject itself into that type of uh day-to-day ongoings of our lives. I just don't think that's government's business. But for some reason, when we see something like this, people instinctively just run to the government saying, oh, you know, the government should only preach what's good in religions. It's like, well, okay, well, if we want to go down that road, you know, Christianity, Fox's Book of Martyrs, and the rest of them have a lot of blood to include Catholics or the Catholic Church, have a lot of innocent blood on their hands. This has been proven time and time again because, you know, sometimes people get it wrong. I'm not condemning Christ or Christianity. There are just those within every single movement that will go to extremes and utilize violence to perpetuate their political or their, uh, well, you could call it theological and politically aligned beliefs. But ultimately, that's what I'm saying is like, I don't want the government involved. So I get both sides of this, but ultimately I have to fall back on the rights of the people. But to your point, as far as, you know, they just do it to agitate people. Clearly, I mean, it, it agitate a lot of people, but I do appreciate for the fact of, it's going to spawn some very intelligent conversations that need to be had because I think ultimately it's better for the people as a whole, especially people on Twitter and stuff like that, that we actually have our eyes and ears open to the understanding of what the First Amendment applies and what it, what the intent behind freedom of religion and freedom from religion means and how it actually protects everybody. It's, it's not exclusionary. It's not like Christians are going to be undermined on this, even though they are. I feel like they are, but that's why Christians are going to have to fight back to achieve that neutrality by the government. I hope that makes sense. I've been, I've done my best to try and articulate this as much as I can or as, as clear as I can. Because ultimately, at the baseline of it all, my my stance is the government should have nothing to do with religion at all, at all. Because clearly, they get it wrong. Well, I said I agree with you there. My mm-hmm. issue is, is he said again he's a candidate for yeah. public government office. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean that's near, where I mean, do honestly, you draw the it, line? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean that's neither here. I get he, your point. Is he there. doing it as? Is he doing it as a citizen or is he doing it as I'm a candidate? Because if he's doing it that way, that is government infringement. He's trying to say like, look, I, you know, he's made a stance clear. I will go after what is disagreed with. And I, I got, I think people people will like that though, because the government has been allowing Christians to get beaten up on for so long now and showed clear favoritism against Christians so it's like, I mean, you can't sit there and punch Christians in the face for years upon years and then, you know, act surprised when they start punching back. I'm not condemning the guy, you know. He is, he is facing, how, how do you, how do you draw that line though? If it's only yeah. church of Satan, it's clear yeah. 1A violation. Like yeah, I, know. I got into it with a lot of DeSantis Christians on Twitter. Yeah. I said, it was mostly your threads. And I, that's why I said, I apologize if I blew up your notifications. Nah, but bro, you're good, they're you're like, good. yeah, they just, I was like, so where do you, 
Where do you draw the line? Right. Are you going to do it to the Muslims? Well, that's a legitimate religion. Okay, yeah. well, well, all you have to hit him with, though, is like, who, religion. who is the arbiter of what is a religion? And let's just forget religion. Who is the arbiter of what is a legitimate belief or not a belief? Because religion, here's the other thing that, that blows me away about this conversation. Can anybody prove to me that their religion is actually real? You can't. It's faith-based. It talks about in the Bible. The faith is the evidence of things not seen. We have to have faith, a belief in it. Now, of course, you can look at historical documentation of the Bible and say, look, this is kind of proving this, this, and this. But ultimately, a belief in any God is a faith-based belief. Because even in the scriptures, it says not by the works, but it's by faith. It's a belief. So if we're going to sit there and say, like, the government has the ability to say what is an actual religion or not, you're basically saying that this governing body can dictate to you what is truthful and not truthful, yet religion in and of itself is all faith-based. It's kind of like trying to use science to prove something that's, I, I don't know. I don't know how best to say it. I just, again, my ultimate belief is I don't believe in the government yeah. infringing on something like this. Now, as far as your point there, well, uh, that guy tearing it down, I, I let the voters choose, I guess. But yeah, it does, it's not a good look, but I think it will resonate with a lot of conservatives though, because they're wanting more of this because they're tired of having it thrown in their face. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things of like, I can kind of, I see the cause and this is the effect I'm not condemning it because this is at, at, at core, above all, regardless of anything itself or anything I say, this was caused by the government. This was caused by the, you allowed it to be put there and then it was torn down as a result of your negligence and inability to stay the hell out of religion. Because if that temple oh, or that I, shrine was not put up, we would not be having this conversation. We would not be having these issues. You wouldn't even be allowed to trigger the opposing religious views. So that's just why, like, I love how the government's not getting blamed in this at all. It's instead, it's like, we have to fight Christianity versus Satanism. It's like, or the instigator, which is the government. Yeah. Let it take it to them. Well, and I'm going to, I'll leave this if anyone wants to call. So I'm Mormon, like my practicing devout. We've had this conversation in the 1800s. Mm. Mormons got punched down. We've got Missouri issued a kill order against the Mormons. You either leave or we will execute you. Mm. We find about 1850 when we're in the Utah Territory. A bunch of outsiders are passing through. Mormons killed them. Mount Meadows Massacre. Everyone oh, yeah. was blaming the Mormons as, versus the government. It's like, had you guys actually fulfilled your duty, protected our rights, yeah. we would not be so skittery seeing outsiders. We have this conversation. It always happens. Yeah. It, oh, only thing is, is they slap it on who did it, not, well, the government failed its job. You know, yeah. The, yeah. I've heard it said best. The yeah. right of the duty of the government is to protect the rights of the minority against that of the majority. That's it. The government's here to make sure, you know, the Christians don't tell the Muslims. No, that is it. That's as far as it should go. It shouldn't be, well, this is religion. This isn't religion. Cause I mean, yeah. somebody's like, well, the government legitimized like, yeah, but there's nothing stopping me and my 12 D and D buddies from creating a religion around the, be 20 dice and then yeah. say we get hundreds of members and we don't pursue anything legal yeah. we're still legitimate we still have a set of beliefs but yeah. if you go solely on the government that's it and yeah. as i said we've seen it with we've seen it with the mormons we've seen it with the jews in the third reich mm -hmm. the moment the government mm -hmm. says that's not legitimate is the moment they fight back yeah and then we're having the conversation and then the government gets off free and that is Right. You know, like I said, the church is still condemned for how we handled it. We excommunicated yeah. and held a territorial. I mean, look tribunal. at the history of religion in general. Every religion has, yeah. like I said, blood on its hands. I would highly, highly encourage people to look back into the Crusades and the battles fought between. You just see the outright barbarianism that goes along with that in the name of any kind of religion out there. But no, appreciate your call, dude. I want to get some other callers, though. 
But no worries about blowing up the Twitter notifications. No, I, I encourage people to have great civil discussions. And then, you know, if people can change my mind on this, I am more than willing to change my mind. I'm not going to sit there and say, like, I am the end of the deal. But it's just like, until I can see something uh, mm-hmm. in, in documentation form that actually holds any kind of common sense and upholds the principles of truth, liberty, and freedom, then I'll agree. But until then, I go off of what the founding fathers and the premise behind what they established America as being. So appreciate your call, dude. If you if you find that, I will cut off my left, left nut because I haven't seen it yet. Okay. Well, that's a, <laughs> that's a bold, very bold uh, position to take. But no, I appreciate you, dude. Thank you so much for calling in. I wouldn't go that far as to bet my nuts on anything, but uh, you know, Hey, I, I love your, uh, I love your enthusiasm. That's very, <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, yeah, we're taking more calls. It's two one four eight one seven one six eight nine. And like I said, Austin Peterson's coming on the show tomorrow as well to talk more to this. Cause I, I do love these types of conversations. Cause ultimately I think everybody learns. Um, everybody learns from something like this, whether you agree or disagree, it's, it's fine. I just don't want people trying to force a religion onto others. Trying to redo the setup here because our pictures aren't aligned. There we go. There now you're looking. Now you're looking sexy, little sexy guy here. Here we go. That's it right there. Yeah, we got the uh, we got some news about the Pope coming out too. Not looking so good for. Um, uh, yeah, let's take another call. I saw Michael Knowles is trying to do his best to run cover for the Pope stuff. So yellow. Yo, what's up, boys? Yo, what's up, guys? We're saying still. No, 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 no. Just kidding. Yo, what's up, boys? You're speaking. Uh, you're speaking way too, uh, bro. You're speaking way too fast. I didn't hear a thing you just said. Say that again, but slower. <laughs> no, what's up, boys? What's going on, brother? Where are you calling from? Uh, anyway, anyway, yes. Yeah, so, what was that? Where are you calling from? <laughs> oh, I'm I'm on speaker right now because I'm uh, not hooked up to my uh, car, unfortunately. But anyway. Uh, yeah, so I wanted both your, or, so I wanted Hobo Chili to call in and impersonate uh, that staffer of that senator who had that gay sex oh or whatever. Uh, and then I wanted your thoughts on Dan Crenshaw uh, signing that FISA bill, if you saw that. No, I haven't see seen that. that no, that what was uh Internet privacy bill? That was bullshit. I mean, is anybody so, uh, really yeah, surprised? He, signed, he helped sign that. <laughs> but yeah, the other thing, though, is what else was in the bill? You said your buddies with him, though, aren't you? Oh, shut up. You know I'm. Well, actually, no, I am buddies no, with Dan. No, 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 I, I, I am buddies with Dan. Yeah. Um, let me look into this, and I'll invite him on the show to defend. Because the first question I'm going to ask is, what else was in the bill that made you vote in favor of this? I, that, I have to ask on that one because it's like Got normally it. these are not single issue bills. There's something else in there. Democrats do this. Republicans do this. You know. How do you get it back down to a single issue bill? Good luck. Did you tell me? <laughs> that's that's what I'm for. I love that. Why don't like eliminate the omnibus bills, single issue bills all the way. And I think that's very fair because then there's no more trying to, you know, hide the pork in some of these bills to where people can pick and choose and highlight. Like, well, look what they voted against. Like, yeah, but look what they also voted in favor of. So you have to choose the lesser of two evils, you know, and I'm not sitting there simping for Dan. I don't know what Dan's positioning on this is. I haven't talked to him about it, but I'll definitely I'll ask him. I'll invite him to come back on the show and, and discuss his, his well, choices. Please there. press him on it. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I'd I'm like not going to text the dude like every time. Legal, it's like, I don't like the way you voted, you bastard. So that's just, I mean, I don't well, care. It's enough a legal fine on citizens and it's bullshit. Oh, I agree. It's taking our rights away. And, yeah, I and agree. I, I mean, I would imagine Thomas Massey voted against it though. He better uh, have. I caught Dream Rare. I caught Dream Rare or Anomaly talking about it. He was just talking about politics. He made an amazing analogy. He said, uh, what did he say? He said, uh, uh, this whole left-right paradigm is just like uh, Tom and Jerry. You notice how Tom never catches Jerry? Yeah. Because then the money wouldn't. Uh, yeah, because then the money would stop coming in. 
Oh, of course, Tom's yeah. always got to be chasing Jerry. Yeah. It's freaking nuts. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's been this way like, since, you know, the founding of the Republicans and Democrats, that. yeah. <sighs> yeah, like, or like that, the whole freaking turning point thing. We're going to rally up Ted Cruz. Yeah, brother, they're one of the Republicans. I'm going to save you. No, you're not. <laughs> I saw that they and, had their uh, turning point action thing in, uh, uh, was it Arizona this weekend or something like that? And um, I saw yeah, Matt Gates. Oh, Matt Gates was uh, pr- pursued by the uh, Q shaman, who I guess Matt Gates has utilized him in some of his campaigning oh, efforts, but he won't even talk to the Q guy. The Q guy has tried coming up on him several times saying, why are you running from me? You use me to campaign on, but when you come to talk to me, you won't even give me the time of day. It's like, well, that's probably because you're a loony, but also Gates is a grifter. So, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, on what are those? Uh, <laughs> I don't mean to like be too nosy or whatever. I'm just curious about it. What were you saying about like those turning point parties? Oh yeah, they're cocaine fueled I mean? freaking orgies. Oh yeah, there's plenty. How of, do you uh, know this? Uh, people that have gone to these things that DM me. Uh, some of them that are actually uh, bigger names that don't want to come out and outright say it because they also have. They clearly say, "I know where my bread's buttered, and I have to stay on board with this because again, it pays my bills." So, you know, I've talked to people in these things. They actually, there's a lot there. Yeah, there's a lot there. But that's going to be with any kind of organization, to be fair, yeah. though. Anytime you get a group together, you're going to have party goers, you know. I, I think that we have to get away from this idea that these turning point things are kind of like suit and tie. Like, we're all conservatives. Like, no, man, it's a big party fest. And it's, it's celebrating politicians, which I don't agree with. I, 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 cannot, I cannot for the life of me understand why anybody gives a damn about standing in line to meet a politician. It just it, it doesn't resonate. I even I got and thank you for your call, by the way. I, I appreciate that. Um, I got invited to the DeSantis after party at the debates, and I didn't go. Um, I could have met him. I might stand in line to spit in a couple of their faces. This is true, or piss on their grave. I will agree on that one. But I felt like, and I'm being my hand to God, you know, we got invited, and it was very sweet of the people that invited us, because apparently it's in, like, a lobby somewhere, and it's just it's the campaign staffers and everybody that's worked together to make this thing happen, and the governor and his wife, and they invited me, and... Um, I just kind of felt like, I don't know, I felt like if I go that far, I feel like I'm going to be biased and I don't want to be biased. I don't want to be a fanboy of any politician because I do feel like politicians are just necessary evils that we have to utilize to further defending our rights or those trying to take our rights from us. But it would be cool to meet Ron. Honestly, what I'd love to have is just him on the show to do an interview. I want to just do an interview with him and see where he stands on a lot of these veteran issues that nobody's really talking about. Because, again, unless there's a war going, veterans get pushed to the back seat again. It's like we utilize them left and right. We abuse them for 20 years. And then now the war's over. It's like, yeah, tell those schmucks to go back down and die in the VA. It's like I, I want to see where his positioning is on the VA systems and the corruption that is uh, inherent in a federal, um, a federally backed health system. So I'd love to sit down with an interview. But, yeah, when it comes to standing in line for a politician, not going to do it. I refuse to. I just, man, you can't even get me to stand in line for a movie half the days. He's absolutely not for a politician. No way. I do, again, like I said, I'm voting for DeSantis, but do I think that he is, you know, the second coming of Christ? No, I do not. I certainly do not. If anything, I, I wish we could get like a, a Javier Molay. It's just like, again, like that meme, he goes in there and goes from like 18 government organizations and slashes it down to nine day one. And I'm just like, dear Lord. I want that for this country. <laughs> so uh, Ron Paul is having Vivek Ramaswamy on his uh, podcast. Really? That'd be interesting. If Ron Paul came out and endorsed Vivek. He won't. If he did, mm-hmm. would that change your mind about... Uh, Vivek? Yeah. No. Not in the slightest. Vivek is authoritarian at heart. I can't, I can't agree with a lot of his positioning as far as wanting to ban certain things. Uh, because, again, we've seen under the name of equality them raise the smoking age from 18 to 21. 
Um, the drinking age should never have been up to 21 because uh, explain to me, and nobody seemed to can, um, why is it that at 17 years old, I can go rock a freaking AR-15 or an M4, uh, AR-15 or a M1, uh, whatever you want to call it, uh, over overseas? Why, why can I go fight and kill and die for my country, but I can't drink a beer or smoke a cigarette? I'm 21. Hell, you can vote when you're 18, but you can't smoke. You, you, you can vote maybe in favor they of how to, the enlistment age up to 21. There you go. I bet you if they did that, there'd be a lot less recruitment numbers because yeah. I think, well, even I was kind of brain, I mean, I was brainwashed at that age. And then, you know, because this whole patriotism thing. I think that's way too young to send kids overseas to start fighting in wars. Why is that? Because kids are most impressionable. Yeah. I think that's way too young. Yeah. Imagine if the uh, enlistment age was like between like 30s and 40s. <laughs> Nobody would be. Everybody's uh, like, yeah, I'm not fighting for this government. This government's garbage. I Absolutely know. not. But you can still target those young kids that still believe in this idea that the government's there to protect you. It's like the government is Free ridiculous. College. Yeah. I mean, you get all these. Yeah, I did get that. Next thing you know, yeah. you end up over in uh, Afghanistan. Yeah, just sitting there swapping love with the Taliban. I was like, I just joined a judge to like study gender studies. I don't know what yeah, I'm doing killing these Middle Eastern patients. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't Anything, know. I can see the raising that raising that age up. I think <sighs> that's that's because no, eighteen I th- I is think so young. It is young, but if so, I think it should all the nucleus of this this argument or debate should be around what should the voting age be? Because when you are old enough to vote to see how this country goes, you're old enough to fight for it. You're old enough to die for it. You're old to drink and smoke within it. I think all of these should be tied into one bundle, saying this is the age. Then I think honestly, I think eighteen is fine. What, because ultimately, you know, they say that men's brains don't start or aren't fully developed till like they're what, mid-20s? 25, yeah. 25? So what, is, is that where you're going to say no voting till 25? And then we're also putting that on men because women's, I think, finish developing a lot sooner than men because uh, I forget what the, the science behind it. It's been so long since I actually read about that. But anyway, point being, though, it's just kind of like I feel like we have different thresholds for things that should be equal across the board. And that's why America is so bass backwards in some of this stuff. And it's just like, we we need to pick something here. You can't rent a car until you're 25. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. What sense does that even make? Yeah. I think that's a statistic one, though. Probably because less accidents happen after the age of 25. Or no, I'm sure it? you can put enough statistics together yeah, to make a case yeah. to be like, well, you yeah. should raise the age from this to this. Yeah. I'm still banned from renting from, uh, I think it's, uh, I forget what it is. I picked up a car years ago, had a big old scratch on the top. And I thought they annotated it. I bring it back. It's like, you put the scratch. He's like, no, I didn't. That was there when y'all picked it. When I picked it up from you, he's like, oh, no, it wasn't. I was like, yes, it was. And I'm not paying for this. It's like, well, you're banned. It's like, oh, suck my balls. I don't know. <laughs> okay. There's, there's Turbo, uh, Torino, whatever it is. The Grand Torino, not Torino. Um, what's the car rental app? Turbo. Toro. Toro. Thank you. Yeah. Toro. Hello. Dude, I use oh. that up in Ohio. Mm-hmm. I landed. I get there. I text the guy. He's like, oh, I'm stuck at work. Can I pick you up? Can I drop the car off? I'm like, I'm like, do you? I'm here. Yeah. I told you like two yeah. weeks ago that. Yeah. And then he was like, sorry, I can't do it. And he canceled my. Uh, Son of a. Yeah. That's that uh, is unfortunate. I I used one in uh, one of my friend's weddings like a few months ago when I flew up to, I think it was uh, Missouri. Um, used it there. No issue. Matter of fact, the guy who rented it to me recognized me. He's like, oh, bro, I love your stuff. It was like, oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. Well, that must um, be nice. <laughs> It worked out great for me. I mean, you're going to have some slip-ups here and there, I'd imagine. But, I mean, the My idea... My first and only time that I've used Toro. And give it another it, chance. Yeah, maybe. I just... You know, the car rental places, they're just so draconian with their stuff. It's like, bro, I didn't put the scratch there. It's like, it was already there. And they try making a big deal about it. And it's like, I'm not paying for it. And also, they couldn't prove I put it there either. So, it's just like, well, we're just going to ban you. It's like, well, okay. Ban me. I don't care. But, anyway... Man. What a day. What a day. 
I was I was sad to see. Matter of fact, let's get into the first article here. Kid Rock confirms he has done boycotting Bud Light over transgender controversy. He says, I think they got the message. I don't think they have. Did they ever formally apologize? No, they did not. I'm, I'm curious on this. Why did Chris Rock and the rest of the, not Chris Rock, Kid Rock, excuse me. Why did they sell out so quickly on this? Because they did. They sold out like really quickly. Because Kid Rock talked about how... Um, he was meeting with Trump at a UFC event, I believe it was. And he introduces him to the CEO of Anheuser-Busch. And suddenly Kid Rock's positioning changes. Why do you think that is? I don't know. I mean, do you get money? I don't know about money. Same reason Dana White took but a hundred million. million. Yeah. That's, a, that's a fact, folks. They, uh, UFC took a hundred million dollars. One hundred million smackers to do business with Bud Light. Principles, right? Principles. The cultural Marxism that has infested this country at to the level it has here, it's insane. It is honestly insane. Does, that, does it bother you that he did that? Yeah. These people, you know, sit there and they talk about... Because uh, I, I don't care one way or another, right? So as far as I didn't what? drink Bud Light before. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I've never... It like yeah. changed my mind of just going out and order it if that's well bud light's a piss beer as it is yeah so it's, it's, it's not like, a good beer it's not it, a good beer it comes down to it you're gonna drink miller light i wouldn't even dr- i'm sorry i would not even drink that really i dude i can't i'm i'm a guinness guy i mean some of these like beers are choices just, they're like eh, oh yeah like, yeah fair you, have, you have like choices a few choices oh yeah I mean. god bless choices but yeah god and none that. of their decisions are well, Anything I mean, like when you have Don Jr. that uh, comes out day one and says, you know, we shouldn't be boycotting them because they donate to the GOP, I most emphatically disagree with you. I don't care who they donate to. The fact that you propped up a dude pretending to be a woman as if this is something that's normal. Um, no, absolutely. This is, this is why we keep losing this culture war, is that when you get some concessions made, you hit them where it hurts, and then you suddenly throw in the towels like, okay, well, I think they've learned enough. It's like, no. Fat you take them all out. the way down. I cannot agree. I cannot agree with this. But when you've got the likes of Tucker Carlson doing the softball interview with Dana White on this one, and Dana's just like, if you're a patriot, you should be drinking gallons of this stuff. Is that what he said? He literally said that. I don't know if I would say that. Well, it's it's if they I was sell in out. his position, I don't know that I wouldn't take a hundred million dollars. Be like, yeah, you could use this platform. I'm not going to guarantee anybody's going to buy your piss beer. Yeah. But if you want to throw your money this way, I'll take it. I if I think Dana White's positioning on this was completely flawed. He just sort of said, I'm a business man yeah i'm a businessman that's it it's like you either buy it or you don't they they want a hundred million dollars and you can do a lot of things with it you absolutely can 100 percent. but at the same time it's like his position though was like if you're a patriot no dude -uh, nope absolutely not if you're a patriot you should buy this because i'm doing business with them that doesn't fly with me that's why i see these with the terms and conditions of like hey we'll give you a hundred million dollars if you're gonna say you're not a patriot if you don't drink this swill I mean, if you can't see through this clear, blatant advertisement and the sellout of morality principles, I don't know what else to tell you. I think but Kid Rock, when this first came up, like, he was out there shooting a thing of Bud Light with a machine gun. And, it's like, and then he talks about, like, well, you know, I wasn't really in support of a boycott. It's like, uh, your actions say otherwise there, kitty boy. So, again, when you have someone like Kid Rock and you see Dana White's and you see, you know, the Don Juniors, like, you sell out. You, sold, you sell your principles. The fact, and I love the fact that Matt Walsh is like, no, this boycott's still on. I love Matt Walsh. Like Matt Walsh, this guy, he doesn't he doesn't like a lot of things. He's very negative on a lot of stuff. Um, but I do like the idea. He talks about this Bud Light thing. It, it ain't over. It is yeah. not off. I would never buy it again. Yeah, it's like you're done. After, you get one chance with me. Before, but. 
Well, I mean, that's for those that actually drink. I, I, I think most people uh, were kind of like, I've already been boycotting Bud Light because the beer is awful. Got a call coming in. No, let's do it. Standing by. Get the beep. Yellow. And yellow. All right. Uh, let's keep going. Twitch. <laughs> Twitch. I... Twitch is just doing a phenomenal job at destroying their platform. I, I like watching this from an entrepreneurial standpoint to see where the the winds of change are going in regards to the digital streaming platforms. And I saw Rumble tweeted out like Bongino four times today in the span of 30 minutes. It's like, what are you doing? Who did? Rumble did. Oh. And it's like, look, I, congratulations to Bongino for all the success. I'm not knocking that. But if you want to be a platform that invites all streamers, then you should show favoritism to none. But they like retweeted Bongino or tweeted him like four or five different times in the stretch of an hour. But they don't do that to anybody else. And it's like you're showing clear favoritism here. I've advised them. It's like you talk about like Chris came on the show and he said, you know, we we don't want to give the perception or he at least told me we don't have the perception of being a political streamed platform. It's like, but you keep favoriting the political names. And I'm not even sitting there saying they should be promoting. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that this gives a clear bias perception by the users. I don't want to see Rumble go the way of true social. I really don't. I, I love what Rumble has created. I love what they do for us. You know, I'm appreciative. But at the same time, we have to give constructive criticism and lay it at their feet and say, whether you agree with me or not, this is what I feel people are starting to believe. It's like, because every day you saw Russell Brand, Stephen Crowder, Bongino. I said, but what about some of these other great people out there that have various different uh, views? Give them the ability to grow their channels, put their message out there. But it just comes off as just blatant favoritism after a while because you just look at it coming through my timeline or my feed. And it's like, okay, I'm to the point where I have to unfollow Rumble, the account. It's like, I'm, I'm just tired of it. You, They don't retweet any small, they don't tweet or promote any small streamers or even medium streamers for that matter. So, yeah, but we'll see. But Twitch now allows... You got Austin Peterson on there. Yeah, I did manage to get him some shout outs and stuff like that. They're uh, there. But I don't think they do. They retweet him. Do they tweet him out organically. Uh, retweeted him. When was that? On the 14th. 14th. Good for him, then. I'm happy to hear yeah. that. But Bongino, like I said, like it looks four like it's because he hit three million yeah. subs. Yeah. It's just uh, kick does it. They have their names. Uh, Twitter. Excuse me. Twitter. Uh, Twitch used to do it. They had bigger names on Twitch. I think Ninja. And a few of these other big names. Dr. Disrespect, before he got booted off the play, then I think he moved to YouTube Gaming. Then I think he moved again. Or I could be wrong. Maybe he's still there. I think it would be awesome for them to get Dr. Disrespect on Rumble. That'd be hilarious. Because then he could do whatever he wants. I mean, you literally wouldn't get banned at all. But Twitch now allows artistic depictions of nudity and updates sexual content policy. This was four days ago. And they, they switched on it again. So on Twitch, you have a variation of all different types of streaming. You've got political streaming, you've got gaming streaming, you've got puzzles, you've got musicians, you've got poets, and then there's a section called body painting. And it's basically where these women are butt naked and they're painting stuff over themselves to look like anime clothing. And you can clearly see nudity. But Twitch had very, very defined guidelines at first saying no nudity. Men couldn't even go shirtless, like no nipples and stuff like that. Well, Twitch apparently reversed this momentarily, might I add. Let me just read you the article because this is so funny. They're, Twitch is trying their damnedest to be a webcam girl service as all this turns into. That's what, at, at, at the bottom of this, this is what they're trying to do. Twitch, the Amazon-owned live streaming platform popular among gamers, announced changes to its policies under which certain types of sexual content that were prohibited, prohibited will now be allowed if appropriately labeled. <laughs> Jesus. Under the new rules, artistic depictions of nudity 
meaning they draw, animated, or sculpted of fully exposed female presenting breast and or genitals or buttocks, regardless of gender, are now okay. If creators label the contents as containing sexual themes, however, fictionalized sexual acts or masturbation remains prohibited. And then they weren't clear on this and they changed it again. And they went back to the old way saying, well, now it's not allowed. This is what happens when you try pandering to a degenerate Gen, Gen Z. That's what they're wanting. They're wanting all these titty streamers, what they call them, these really uh, attractive women that get these boob jobs and stuff like that. They do this and they make good money doing it. They make really good money. All about that feminism, huh? It's like, I'm going to sexually object myself and then I'm going to make a lot of money. But yeah, misogyny is the problem here. You use men to make your money, which is hilarious. But I saw that and it's just like, good Lord, Twitch it got to the point where when we were still streaming on Twitch, man, you you couldn't even, oh my God, you couldn't talk about trans issues. You couldn't talk about LGBTQ issues. I mean, imagine talking about, imagine still streaming on Twitch and talking about the uh, adult drag queen for children issues. Oh my God, they ban us so fast. It's like you, you could talking about guns. They're not for it. It's like, so Twitch, like they've really shot themselves in the foot. They should have just stuck to one thing and one thing only, just being a streaming platform. But instead they wanted to build the sense of community. And that community took on this identity of the progressive gender insane people, the septum ring wearing little socially awkward basement dwellers that have no real life outside of streaming. So Twitch wanted to cater to them and alienate the majority of people out there that actually go and live nine to five jobs, stuff like that. And they start pandering to them. It's just like, look, this, whatever this is, whatever this woke nonsense is, that is not a representation of most people in society. This is a representation of a certain demographic of a generation. This ain't it. And Twitch did that. So now you've got everybody out there just up in arms like, Twitch needs to uh, meet a D. It's, 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 stop sexualizing titties. It's like, yeah, okay, sure. It's like telling guys, stop being guys. Stop sexualizing women. What? What? You kidding me? It's just so stupid out there. Like, I love how progressives want to strip from women that which makes them women. And one of those things is beauty. There is no other species on this earth as beautiful as the human female. None. No. None. Absolutely none. And then yet, progressives want to do everything they can to reduce women down to what? To what? It's, it's ridiculous. Women are beautiful. They said, they but stop calling us beautiful. Fine, you're fat and ugly. Well, don't call us that either. What do you want from us? Some don't have to worry about that. Yeah, some people don't have to worry about that. It's like, you know. Pope Francis allows priests to bless same-sex couples. Now, to get in the weeds on this one, it's not fully true. Um, Roman Catholic Church maintains position marriage is lifelong sacrament between man and woman. Um, oh, this is from Fox News. They want me to pay for the article. No. Uh, same-sex couples can now be blessed by Catholic priests following formal approval. Uh, when you get into the weeds on this one, they talked about it. There's also, there's different types of blessings. It's not actually blessing the marriages in and of itself, but saying that you can bless same sex couples. Like here's a blessing for you versus like, I think blessing the union. And I'm like, okay, make that make sense. Like where's the consistency in that? So again, and I'm not trying to bash anyone's religion here. I don't agree with Pope. I don't agree with Catholicism. I emphatically I'm against it. I feel like they took... God stuck them in a box and said to have access to this. Um, this is what you got to do. You got to pay us. You got to pay these indulgences. 
Um, or the idea of saying 10 Hail Marys to forgive a sin. It's like, no, to be repentant of your sins, you go to the Father. And the only way to the Father is to the Son. Christ never said anything about calling men. In fact, Christ said you call no man Father. So, and like I said, I don't want to split hairs on religious differences because, again, that's religious is all faith-based. It's all faith-based. But wouldn't it suck if the government came in and suddenly says, well, no, you have to believe it this way because that's the formal recognized religion. It looks like that's where we're headed. It is. That's why I'm against it. People don't seem, I mean, wouldn't it be hypocritical of me to sit there and say, like, no, we shouldn't recognize Satanism and then say, but you should recognize Christianity. Why? Because I believe in Christianity. So then we should just favor what you believe in. Well, yeah. It's like, well, then you're a hypocrite. So be offended. I don't care. I, you know, I put constitutionalists in my Twitter bio. So you think that's just for looks? It's like, that's the truth. That's what I fully believe. I believe in life and liberty for everybody, whether I agree with them or not. Everybody. Everybody. Um, Let's get into the article that is uh, <laughs> butt stuff in the White House, baby. We got Coke. We got butt stuff. We got trannies flashing their fake boobies on the White House lawn for Easter. Uh, decency's back on the menu, boys. No, no. Furthest thing from it. Furthest thing from it. Fired Democrat Senator's aide, 24, who made gay sex tape in the Senate, could face criminal charges after X-rated clips swept the Internet is slammed for implying that he's the victim. Oh, isn't it always the gays? Isn't it always the gays? You're always the victims. I mean, it wasn't my fault that dude bent me over and rotted me like a freaking clearing barrel. Like, what are you talking about? Like, you volunteered. Did he rape you? No, then you're not a victim. What are you How could you possibly be a victim? In this? Oh, I'm a victim of the circumstances I created. Like, stop with this nonsense. Stop. It's ridiculous. Senate staffer Aiden Mays Sierowski was fired Saturday. A clip showing two men having gay sex in the Senate swept the Internet Friday. To which the whole world replied, it's like, well, that's the epitome of the American taxpayer. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just, it's like, well, is it, it's, is it's no not just the taxpayers getting screwed in the ass in, in Congress. <laughs> At least other people. Aren't there cameras in there? Yeah. Besides the ones that they used on themselves? You would think. They just don't. Like, you know what? I, you know, I don't let's know. Butt sex right here let's let's do it right here. You know, it'd be great, Xavier. Just put it in my butt right here. Bend me over the congressional desk because instead of taxpayers, at least make it me for once. Go be shaming. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Trust the plan. A Democrat congressional aide who was fired for filming a gay sex tape in the Senate is facing possible criminal charges after his X-rated clip swept the Internet. Aiden was fired by Maryland Senator. Now, I don't blame the senator on this one, okay? I'm not going to ask. I don't call for the senator to step down. It's not like he's... You see, this is the problem. I saw this in the military, too. When you've got subordinates that you're in charge of, do you live with these people? No. You cannot sit there and be held accountable for actions outside of work hours. You can't. You just don't. So... When I'd have a soldier that would do something stupid, would screw up, maybe get a DUI, should I be punished for that because I'm his NCO? Of course not. Did I drink and drive? No. Did I tell him not to? Yes, I did. Did he disobey me? Yes, he did. So what, why am I being punished? The military took on that type of idea, and that's why the military is, by and large, really just toxic right now. But to sit there and call for, you know, this, this senator to step down as a result of what his campaign staff um, was doing, uh, unless he condoned this outright, I don't agree with him stepping down. And it's like, I wouldn't. It's like you had some idiots that you hired, clearly. Now, if you, you know, I, w I would wonder if they did a thorough background check on these people. I think they probably did. I mean, you kind of have to to work in D.C. Um, it's not kind of, you, you have to to work in D.C. So, really? Yeah. Because they had that. To work weird, in Congress? Yeah. They had the one weirdo who, with the shaved head, the mustache. Yeah. What's, it, oh, yeah. what's his name? Fry, Sam Friedman? Yeah, Bank, yeah, or yeah. Sorry, Fred, stealing Friedman. all the luggage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, that didn't even come out like until he was in that position. Then it got dug up. It's like, oh, crap. 
So yeah. I don't think they do that great of a job with the back. Yeah, you know checks. what? You're right. That's actually a good point. Yeah, clearly not because he he did he was facing previous charges. I thought, or maybe it was because that once he got busted for that one, it kind of led to the reopening of. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm wrong on this one. But I know, like, most people have to have uh, background like checks. Butt sex is a requirement to be. <laughs> well, clearly, Pete Buttigieg is okay with it. And then you've got the Eric Swallowells who's out there banging Fang Fang. So clearly, you know, they go. And then Feinstein having a Chinese spy in her service for 20 years. So yeah. clearly, they're not doing enough uh, checking, apparently. Oh, yeah. Capitol Police are reportedly now investigating the explicit incident, which occurred in the same room where Supreme Court justice nominees are grilled by senators. Uh, the aide who appeared in 2020 campaign video with Joe Biden already sparked backlash as he released his own statement on LinkedIn on Friday night, alleging that he's being attacked for who I love to pursue a political agenda. No. Is that what you think? Is that what you think? Hobo donates five dollars. Says John, I have a connection with Aiden from a grinder social event. Tommy Stick Ticklers, excellent horrors devoir. <laughs> He's trying to call through. Uh, I guess we're getting a call from Aiden. I think Aiden's trying to call in. If Aiden wants to call back, we'll certainly we'll certainly have him on the show and talk about uh, how this incident unfolded. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button on on uh, Rumble. We appreciate people tuning in. Make sure you hit follow as well. Um, I apologize for this picture you're about to see. It's very unsettling. You see a little Gen Z fruitcake. Uh, well, some of my actions in the past have shown poor judgment. I love my job and would never disrespect my workplace, he said. Any attempts to characterize my actions otherwise are fabricated, and I will be exploring what legal options are available to me in these matters. What legal options? You banged a dude in a building that's not meant for banging dudes. Yes, they call. It's considered legal action against whom? For what? You're not a victim. Uh, while the embattled staffer says he's considering legal action, he may be joined by Capitol Police as they reportedly looking into whether he broke any laws. Those could include trespassing and obscenity. Um, nudity in a public environment. I mean, there, there's got to be laws against this. I mean, public indecency. Granted, there was no public there, but it's in a public space. I mean, I don't know. I think this, I think this is ridiculous. Uh, Ricky, maybe your office? Yeah. Your chambers or wherever yeah. you go? Before Rick, the subs guy, the uh, thanks for the sub, dude. He said, this administration is such a joke that even the gay guys who work there don't even respect it. I will do my best to read subscriber comments over other comments. I appreciate those that actually support the show. Thank you very much. Right. It is greatly appreciated. Here's a call. Yeah, let's go ahead and take a call. Yellow. What's up, my nigga? <laughs> What's up? Uh, it, was, it was Sam Britton. Britton. Was, uh, That's it. Speech. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, Sam Friedman was the dude. That's that uh, scammed everybody. Yeah, all these degenerates are so hard yeah. to freaking tell apart sometimes. But what's on your mind, man? <laughs> uh, nothing. Just calling in to let you know that. No, I appreciate and, it. Man. And uh, what was the one? And what? It was uh, uh what's that show called? Uh, fuck. <laughs> uh. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. The dude, one of the dudes who created it, uh -huh. they they came out and apologized. What? For like the jokes they had. Yeah. Stop. Really? Because they they yeah. still had episodes releasing. I thought in twenty twenty three. I thought they I'm did. I'm pretty sure they do. Yeah. But, so what? They apologized but, uh, for all the greatness it was. Uh. Yeah, shit. I doubt that, but it is a good show. Oh yeah, yeah it's an amazing show. Yeah. Well, I appreciate the correction, man. Thank you for that. The uh, the aide who appeared in a 2020 campaign video, I already read that part, um, offended some of the response where he claimed the allegations against him were only being because he attacked for who I love. 
Would would people have the same reaction if it was a guy banging a girl in this room? I think they would. It's like, that's not what that room is for. That's for screwing the American taxpayer, not your lover. There's a difference there. There's a mass difference. <laughs> I think I think that's a fair assessment. I mean, uh, I don't know. Am I wrong on that one? Where's, where's my who, pen? Who my took pen the picture? Go? How many people uh, are in Probably the room? dude banging him from behind. Do you have my pen over there? Where'd my pen go? How do I keep losing these pens? This is ridiculous. Oh, here it is. Never mind. You put it there. Mm-hmm. You put it there. You put it there. Don't lie. Uh, contacted by DailyMail.com Saturday morning, shortly before his firing was confirmed, uh, his mother, Magdalena Rivera Mace, implied her son had been left distraught by what had happened, saying, you don't want to know how he's doing. But his fortunes may worsen as an investigation has reportedly been launched into the video, which was said to be initially shared in a private group chat for gay men on the hill. <laughs> you, you got a private group chat for gay dudes on the hill and you shared this video that and what did you think would be the outcome? No pun intended. It was actually the income they were banking on. Hey, <laughs> What? You shared this in a group chat for gay men on Capitol Hill. And so here we are banging. Yeah, it probably was Lindsey Graham recording him. I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. You got to be kidding me with this. And you thought like you. uh, People are dumb. Oh, my God. People are dumb. I just don't get it. Uh, According to attorney, attorney Jonathan Turley, there are a number of laws that could potentially um, have been broken, including a whether an unofficial use of the hearing room could be considered trespassing. He added that the footage could land the staffer in legal hot water if it was shot in the public room to make revenue or if it could constitute a lewd and decent obscene act. There is also reportedly a question mark over whether he misused or damaged government property. <laughs> I wouldn't want to sit in that chair after that or use that desk, that's for sure. There's also reportedly, or excuse me, just days before the video surfaced, Jewish Congressman Max Miller told Washington Free Beacon, Mays Trapowski confronted him and screamed, Free Palestine in his face. Mays probably said of all those allegations, as far as the accusations regarding Congressman Max Miller, I have never seen the congressman and had no opportunity or cause to yell or confront him. Yeah, I'm probably not going to believe a degenerate that uses a room like that in the capacity he did and then turns around and like pretends he's a victim. Sorry, you've already lost all sense of uh, credibility in my opinion. Yeah, couldn't believe that. <laughs> I mean, I could. Does this really any, does this, does this surprise anybody? Like realistically? No, not really. You know, there's a lot of this on Capitol Hill. You know, there's, you know, Madison Cawthorn talked about it. George Santos is now, and you got you to respect how he's handling this one. Now that he's been expelled from Congress, he's doing a subscriber mode only on Twitter. He said, I'm going to start spilling the tea on all these people. He said, I'm going to start talking about all the gay sex parties. He's like, bro, go for it. Yeah. You should. Yeah. Expose them. Yes. Yeah. If you want to clean the swamp, my question is, like Madison Cawthorn said, yeah, this has been going on for a long time. Why aren't you blowing the whistle on this? Why aren't you exposing these? Yeah, why aren't you saying so? Now, I know Madison did to a degree. It's like, but start getting some evidence and putting some names. I mean, it would explain why Lindsey Graham is how he is. Shit. If they have blackmail, you know, footage of him getting... Wait, is this a thing? Is this the thing? Lindsey Graham? Yeah. Maybe. Are you making this up? No, I'm not making it up, but... You're making this up. Is there is there something to that effect out there on the internet? For Lindsey Graham yeah. being blackmailed? Yeah. Uh, no. Oh, so you're just making this up then? I'm not making it up, but it you, would make you sense. You just made it up! It would make sense. Oh my God. If there's people that were out there doing Why does stuff. Lindsey Graham even play into this? Where did you, you pull his name from? 
Lindsey Graham? Yeah. That was up in the chat. Oh, my God. See, that's how that's how freaking rumors get started with no substantial backing at all. Really? You don't think Lindsey Graham is a homosexual? Oh, Not I don't know. Not that there's anything wrong No, no, I'm really asking, care. though, but, like, where is this coming from as far as, like, him being involved in something like this? I thought I thought you were you serious saying, with like, that. like, all these people in... In Washington, D.C., they have no, these no, no. Gay I'm talking about this incident. I'm talking about this incident. I must have misunderstood you then because yeah. I thought you were referencing this incident. It's like, how is Lindsey no. Graham in any way oh, affiliated no, no, with this? No, okay, no. I see what you're saying. I mean, do like, I think Madison he's gay? Cawthorn. I mean, his Ma- policy picks certainly are gay as AIDS. I mean, sure. Yeah, no, I'm talking about like Madison <laughs> and Cawthorn guess who and all endorsed him? That'd be old Danny boy. De- uh, Republicans, yeah, as well as Democrats. Do you think Romney's participated in anything like that before? I don't know. I don't think Romney has. I think the worst he's done is probably Coke. You think? Possibly. I don't know. That That guy is such a freaking rhino. Such a rhino. I I don't know. There's nothing Republican about him. The devil. (laughs) That that wouldn't shock me. I think, I think, yeah. Lindsey Graham. I I, I just, I I wish I could go to his voter base and be like, why do you continue to reelect this guy? Like, why do you continue to reelect a warmongering rhino? I don't understand that. And then the Romneys. Like uh, career politicians that you see their stances and there's a, I think, you know, a lot of these politicians kind of like the Adam Kitzinger's, there comes a point where you go over the line that you can't go back over. And it's like, you're now a Democrat. You can run as a Republican, but you're forever going to be known as a Democrat. Liz Cheney, Kitzinger, how Lindsey Graham is still considered a Republican is beyond me. The Republican party has made too many concessions with progressive policies that have nothing to do with government whatsoever. But Lindsey Graham, my God, like this dude, He's like, I'd say a good chunk of, of politicians. You're going to go, you're trying to see which way the wind's going to blow and you go that direction yeah, for the sake of popularity. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. So if, I think if you remove career politicians, you put term limits, you had to uh, amend the constitution. Um, I think you'd see a lot of people actually standing for what they truly believed and knowing that, Hey, I've only got one four year term. I've got only got one six year term. I've got one two year term. Here it is. That's, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. I think that would be far more effective. We'll see. We'll see. But this, um, this this Democrat ain't getting paid. <laughs> what do you say to this? What do you say? This is ridiculous. But uh, this is the you know the, in, in the the outright insanity that this is what's going on in our government buildings. It's a joke. It's what they do. It's a joke. It's not about policy. No, it's not no. about making life better no. for American citizens. It's making their lives better. It's about who could no. get in that Senate room and yeah. get yeah. anal. Oh, folks, this is where we are. This is where, this is where we're at. This is where we're at. Um, <laughs> we got Roseanne Barr. Roseanne Barr leaves America Fest the crowd stunned with unhinged rant about communist Nazis. Um, I'm going to play this for you and be, be forewarned. These terms she's using, I, I don't think she understands what she's actually saying here, but I'm, I'm going to play this clip for you. I'm going to hopefully not blow your eardrums out on it. Let's let's run this thing real quick. Um, she was speaking, and this is, I think, the turning point event that happened in Phoenix, Arizona, uh, this weekend, I believe. And I think she spoke there. There was a lot of speakers there, and I think she was one of them. So let me go ahead and roll this clip real quick after this ad, because this is on Fox, of course, what they do. Um, and again, thanks so much for all the subscribers on Rumble. We really appreciate that. All the... Uh, the fiscal subscribers. You guys mean a lot to us. All right, let's roll the clip here. Yeah. Here we go. Stalinist! Communists! With a huge helping of 
of Nazi fascists thrown in. Plus one, the caliphate. To replace every Christian democracy on earth now. What what's a Christian democracy? She you you know <laughs> I will say this. I respect the fact. Well, number one, I'll say Roseanne did nothing wrong. The fact that she was canceled for whatever stupid reason that was, she did nothing wrong. Did she she talked about that that one woman looked like a monkey? I don't think she meant that in a racist term because when you looked at the woman and then you looked at what Roseanne said, I don't think, I mean, you couldn't even really tell she was black. She had a darker tone to her, but I could easily see how that could be misconstrued as a racist yeah, statement. She said she thought she was Jewish. I thought she said she looked like a monkey. No, no, she didn't think she was black. She thought she was Jewish. But oh, she oh. compared her to that yeah. one character from Planet of the yeah, Apes. Yeah, And that's what essentially got the Roseanne relaunch or reboot canceled. I don't think she was, I don't think that was intentional. I think that was just like an insult. And it's like, ooh, you crossed the line on that one. Like that could easily be construed as being racist. Yeah. Fair enough on that one. But I don't think she actually meant it. But Roseanne is also not the arbiter of like the most intelligent things to say. Hence why she said that is like, you probably shouldn't go near that one, Rosie. Probably shouldn't go near that one. But I do respect the fact that she does stand for what she believes in, which is what a lot of people don't do. But yeah. half the things she says, though, is just like, I'm, I can't listen to you. I, I'm sorry. I cannot take you seriously. Christian democracy. I'm curious what that is. What does that look like? Because we're not a Christian democracy. We're a constitutional republic yeah. founded on Christian principles to an extent. But again, Marxism and the Nazi fascism. I don't think you understand how a lot of these things don't go together and what they entail, actually. If you look at like Karl Marx and what he was, what he spoke for, it's kind of like, you know, I don't think Did you hear the entire, her entire thing. No, uh, I just that part there, because it was, I was looking, I was listening for audience responses to this. I think even the audience kind of like, huh? But um, I mean, she's not right. If she's talking, she's talking about Democrats there and she's not wrong. If we look at what Democrats are trying to say, as far as like what they're wanting ushered into this country, it's attacking Christianity. hundred percent it is yeah. white sex, white heterosexual dudes. We're the number one target. That's why you see dudes knocking down pillars or statues of Satan. It's like Christians are finally had enough. And you're going to see more of this happen in the future. But again, this is a result of the government not doing its job. So, but yeah, she says this, uh, Rosa and bar stun Ampfest uh, audience in Arizona by saying that horrible communists and Nazi fascists will bring a Muslim caliphate across the globe. Um, a controversial comedian appeared Saturday at a turning point in Phoenix. Build, um, <clears throat> build by what? Uh, blah, 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 blah. She took the stage with a wobble and began. And this is from the New York Post. Just keep that in mind. By declaring that she's all in for President Trump, and everybody knows that. I just want to say that I, I'm just all in because I know if I ain't all in, they're gonna put my ass in a gulag. If he loses, I know what they're gonna do. She yelled. Um, it seems like that's always the case. It's always the case in any political runoff that we have that if we lose this, then America's over. Every politician makes this promise. They all do it. This nuclear end game of like America won't survive another four years. Yes, it will. It most certainly will. It's not going to be the best four years we've had. Hence, the last three years under the Biden have been horrible, but we're still here. Now, I wouldn't sit there and say Americans are so flimsy that they can't survive with these governments lay on us. I and mean, we can. If we don't want to, we shouldn't have to. Of course not. I'm not in agreement with that. But I, I'm sick and tired of the end state being, if we don't win this, it's all over. That's not true. 
That is not true. I hate that. Yeah, I hate it, this. It ain't going to get any better. It ain't going to get any better, it will but get it's worse. certainly not going to be over. I, I cannot stand that, that positioning, regardless of which politician does it. It annoys me. Well, I don't it, know. Do you think having uh, the, the border being wide open like it is and millions and millions of illegal aliens mm-hmm. pouring into this country, mm-hmm. fighting age males, mm-hmm. they could potentially run the country over? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, But that's so, not going to happen anytime soon. Uh, you don't think? No. I don't know that. I do. I don't know that there's... Why hasn't it happened yet? If there's like 5 million people, 15 million people... Mm-hmm. Which they should be deported, by the way. Yeah. They should be deported, mm-hmm. but if there's like, you know, 1, 2, 3% of those people that come in here ready to fight, ready to... Do you I think they're know. ready to fight or they're ready to work? Fight? No, I think it's the opposite. I think there are those that come over here that are ready to fight. Well, if there's, it's a minority, but most people, I think, are, are, to, are trying to see capitalistic ideas or capitalistic uh, freedoms. I think there's a mix. I think there's a well, mix for sure. I'm not going to sit there and say that there is no terrorists. Of course, there's terrorists coming across the border wanting to kill Americans. Absolutely. But if you look at the, the benefits of what, why people come here, I think by and large, it's economic freedom. People come here to work. Now, I'm not in agreement with them coming illegally. Of course not. But still, the positioning is I don't think every illegal Mexican that comes across that border is coming over here to kill people. I think they're just wanting. I'm not no, trying to put. Obviously not. But yeah. there are people that come over here that yeah. have terrible yeah. intent. Of course, runners, human of course, smugglers. yeah, yeah. terrorists, terrorists, yeah. But do I think they're going to take over the country? No, I don't. But I also want the border closed, and I want the FBI disbanded, and I want individual states to take their own responsibility in dealing with us. But do I think that if we don't win this? Because here's the other thing: I got another article here, right here from um, where is it? Um, there's a Democrat that came out in support. Uh, more Democrats are coming out in support to go against Biden's policy on the border wall. Democrats are finally starting to acknowledge this. She's talking about Eric Adams. You talk about all the uh, Kathy Hochul. She, they're all saying, it's like, yeah, this is becoming a problem now. So when the northern states yeah. are saying that. Right. Mr. Carcares is right. So they, they may come to work, but they're stealing Social Security numbers to work. So, oh, I mean, of course, yeah. They're doing, they're doing well. Not all of them, no, because you can actually work without a Social Security card now. That, that's the crazy part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Where? Any, a lot of these jobs, like any, a lot of these jobs, they'll pay them under the table. They'll like, uh, I worked in offshore old businesses. Those half those dudes, it's just cash under the table. So, as far as them trying to come over and take over the country, I don't know if I'd go that yeah, far. I know there's not like every single person yeah. that's coming across the yeah. border illegally. But to the point of, do I think that if Biden wins again in 2024, America's over? No, I don't. I think uh, Democrats. I think are, there's there's eventually. I also there don't ha- think they're running there Biden. Has to be a tipping point. Oh, I think so we've already hit the can, tipping point. If but it continues with the Democrats in charge, with these policies, with open borders. Look at places like Argentina. Look at their economy, how horrible it's been. Yet they're still here. They're still living. They're still there. It's the worst conditions imaginable. Well, not the worst. There are far more worse conditions. Right? Yeah. yeah. There are far more worse conditions. But when people try and use this juxtaposition of if you don't vote for me, you're not going to be alive after this because of war or whatever. I feel like that's very disingenuous and, and dishonest. But people use that to trigger emotions. But instead, I'm just kind of like, I do want our side to win. I don't want Democrats to continue running down this country. I think that the, the position should be like, if Democrats get reelected, it's going to continue to get worse. How much worse? Sky, or I wouldn't say the sky's the limit, i say hell's the limit. Because again, we've seen this massive inflation We've seen just this open border that the federal government is allowed to continue, which I still think Abbott should employ troops there to the point where they will fire on federal troops if you try and fuck with he our, just, excuse uh, me, screw with our border. Approved like one and a half billion dollars to go to border security. I wonder where that's going to go. Hopefully border security. Yeah. I'd like to see the wall built. I'd like to see it enforced. 
I'd like to see, you know, and I'd like to a, see those doors welded back mm-hmm. shut. I'd like to see some landmines, some concertina wires, some machine gun nests. I don't care. This is our country. You do not have the right to come over here illegally. Just like we don't have the right to go into Mexico illegally. Why is it that we, we can't do it to them, but they can do it to us? That makes no sense to me. None. Well, it's not all Mexicans that are coming oh, across. Of course not. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, you know, you have yeah. a lot of Chinese yeah. coming over. Yeah. People from uh, the Middle East. The same statement applies to any country they're coming from. So, did you see that Biden's motorcade was hit in Delaware? Uh-uh. Yeah. The driver who plowed into President Biden's motorcade as he left his campaign headquarters in Delaware uh, Sunday night was charged with driving while under the influence authorities announced Monday. Yeah, there's a clip going around where I guess he's walking out and some dude plows into the motorcade. Of all nights, in fact, here is the video. Biden's walking out. Up in the pool. This guy is so out of it. He is so out of it. You, just, just the standing there. Okay, they see the car plowing into the motorcade. They get in. They rush him in there. They don't know if this is a possible attack or not. Yeah. Biden just looks so out of it. He, yeah, he's just, he just, he's got that, that, that lost gaze in his eyes that he just does not know he's, where he's yeah, at or what he's like doing. Looks like a little kid with his parents. Yeah. who just saw something bad happen. They're trying to get. This is sad. <laughs> this, this is who, this is who's running our country. <laughs> it's it, terrible. It, oh my god. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. You, you can't make this up. But can you imagine just like going to a bar one night and then you just you lay one on and then you're like I'm just gonna go drive and you get into an accident and who's the accident with? The president of the United States. Like, dude, you're screwed. You are screwed. You're gonna getting drunk because he just lost his job. Probably. Bidenomics are screwing him heavily. (laughs) Dudes are getting butt pounded in the freaking Senate, and then here he is. Like, well, I'm getting pounded in the you know my taxes, and then boom, you hit the president. He missed. Damn it. (laughs) I'll say the quiet part out loud. I don't care. I don't care. Well, look, that does it for today's show. But before I get gone, I do want to bring up this. um, We talked about covering uh, voter ignorance on this show. Uh, Before we get out of here, I just want to cover uh, on the Constitution. We normally do it at the opening of every show. But let's talk about um, Article 1 of the Constitution. We talked about prior. We have the preamble. fits two words. It's the enactment clause. It outlines and gives good context to the very premise of the Constitution. We talked about uh, Section 1. Congress, Section 2, House of Representatives. Today, we're talking about Section 3, the Senate, okay? And these are real quick just breakdowns because I think people just need to be educated on this stuff. The Senate of the United States shall be comprised of two senators from each state chosen by legislature thereof for six years, and each senator shall have one vote. I kind of feel like the way that wording is, it reminds me like Monty Python. And thus thou will bring forth the holy hand grenade, and thou shalt count to three. Not two, not seven, but three, and three shall be thy count. <laughs> That's what it kind of reminds me of. I don't know if it's just me or not, and I probably said that wrong, but whatever. Immediately after they shall be assembled in consequence of the first election, they shall be divided as equally as may be into three classes. The seats of the senators of the first class shall be vacated at the expiration of the second year, of the second class at the expiration of the fourth year, and the third class at the expiration of the sixth year, so that one third may be chosen every second year. And if vacancies happen by resignation or otherwise during the recesses of the legislature of any state, the executive thereof may make temporary appointments until the next meeting of the legislature, which shall then fill such vacancies. We looked at Santos's seat being vacated. Now he's been expelled. And uh, Kathy Hulch was like, well, I'm just going to, you know, 
I'm going to put somebody in there permanently. So you can't do that. That's outlined by the constitution. You have to hold a special election. Yeah. 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 We have within like 72 days, I believe. And when she makes that statement, one has but to look at the Constitution and say, that's not right. That's not how you do this. So then she'd be taken to court if she didn't make good on that, which she will. A lot of these politicians, though, they'll say one thing and do another. They'll actually, we're not going to do this, but then at the end of the day, you will abide by this. Otherwise, you'll get sued. Sued and you'll lose. Um, No person shall be a senator who shall not have attained to the age of 30 years and be nine years a citizen of the United States, who shall not, when elected, be an inhabitant of that state for which he shall be chosen. The vice president of the United States shall be president of the Senate, but shall have no vote unless they be equally divided. The Senate shall choose their officers and also a president pro tempore and the abs pro temp in the absence of the vice president or when he shall exercise the office of the president of the United States. The Senate shall have the sole power to try all impeachments. Okay, so the House can vote to impeach, but the Senate is the one that basically enacts this. Um, when sitting for that purpose, they shall be on oath of affirmation. When the president of the United States is tried, the chief justice shall preside and no person shall be convicted without the concurrence of two thirds of the members present judgment and cases of impeachment shall not exclude or extend further than to removal from office and disqualification to hold and and enjoy any office of honor, trust, or profit under the United States. But the partly convicted shall nevertheless be liable and subject to indictment, trial, judgment, and punishment according to law. Pretty easy to spell out, right? Pretty easy to spell out. Hopefully, you know, um, y'all are learning something from this. I, I love reading this stuff. You know, it's just we're taking it piece by piece, chunk by chunk, trying to break this down. And that way people know, like, okay, that was um, article, this is article, um, excuse me. Oh, fuck. Article one, section three. Dude, I'm like, I, I'm like, I feel my nose getting really congested. I'm trying not to do that. <laughs> I know it's nasty. I'm sorry, because I don't have the mute button over here. But I'm trying my best not to talk through and like, and have that. I'll just, I'll just shut up. How about that? It's disgusting enough talking about it to y'all. So anyway, we appreciate y'all, everybody tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe on Rumble. Hit that follow button. Hit the like and make sure your notifications are turned on. Greatly appreciate all of you being here. Sincerely, thank you so much for tuning into the show. Make sure you hit that like button and leave a comment. It helps the algorithms. And yeah, we're getting ready for uh, Christmas vacation coming up. Appreciate all your love and support. You guys are phenomenal. You got anything to add? Oh, Austin Peterson tomorrow for a very in-depth breakdown on the First Amendment. A very in-depth. We're going to sit down and break this thing down. And I want to take questions. I'm going to be reading comments. And I'm going to pitch stuff. You know, we're going to have really good discussion. I'm looking forward to this. You got anything to add, my man? Yeah, we're still running the 50% off all samples. 50% off all samples on Shellshock CBD using code SAMPLE. If you've not tried our products, ShellshockCBD.com. Do it now. Try it with the samples. Get 50% off. I think that's like $2.50 for a sample pack. That's like two or three gummies. We have the Rackout gummies for sleep, the Halo gummies to get you baked out of your brain. And yes, they are legal. You can check them out. Again, ShellshockCBD.com. Until next time, you stay savage, America. Christmas story that I could tell my kids about.